Have I told you? I've told you that um, Sierra said we should come up with a code word in case she gets kidnapped, right? No, uh, you didn't. Say, I've, I know we talked about code words, but I don't know about kidnapping code. Yeah, words. she said we should get, come up with a code word in case she's been kidnapped, and she needs to let me know without letting her captors know that she's letting me know. Duct tape bound hands. They haven't taken her phone somehow. She says, "Hey Siri," and she's she's like, "Wow, please don't hurt me, guys." And if oh. any, if there's any chance that you could get me a zucchini, <laughs> I'm feeling like my blood sugar is low. <laughs> Well, you're supposed to do the Taken thing. Blue wall, flat screen TV. <laughs> Neck uh, tattoo of a spider. <laughs> Barstool <laughs> logo. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan Lynch. It was Ryan Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right. Lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio. Julio. I don't know where you came up with that. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yeah. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. Hi there. Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. I'm Francis Ellis, joined as ever by my intrepid co-host, Julio Gallarati. Julio Gallarati. And then we've got Ryan Lynch. Hey. And we've got Chris on the ones and twos. Hey. Now, the boys are uh, dressed in their summer best, courtesy of Express. And we're all feeling the heat. <laughs> we're all feeling it. It's getting humid. We're it's on the, uh, up, the other side of Memorial Day. Here's a thought I had on Memorial Day, Julio. Ready mm-hmm. for this? Yeah. I think <laughs> yeah. we should fly <laughs> our flags at half-mast all the time and at Full mast on days where we honor our troops, etc. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Full flag on the days where we really want to be patriotic Americans, or I guess if we honor a president who's passed away, any day that we would fly our flag at half mast to honor them, we should fly it at full mast and the rest of the time fly it at half mast. I, I see where you're coming from. Or maybe it's triumphant to be higher up. Yeah, but I think half mass has a nice punch also. Hmm. W- dude, this is not a good question potentially. But Memorial Day, are we specifically remembering anything? I don't. Speci- I don't specifically know. Uh, what it's it is. for our soldiers. Isn't that Veterans Day? You could be right about that. I, I, I don't know. Thir- certainly thought Memorial Day was for Ryan. What do we got here? Are we just remember- remembering all the good stuff? Because this is good stuff um, and bad. Memorial Day is a day in which those who died in active military service are remembered. Good call, um, Francis. And then Veterans Day. Hmm. I had the same thought the other day. About so Veterans Day is for all veterans, and Memorial Day is for those who passed in battle. That and right. Veterans Day is a celebration to honor American veterans for their patriotism, love of the country, and willingness to serve and sacrifice. Well, here's an idea. Maybe we should be marketing Memorial Day as that more, instead of as it's time to wear white and take the long weekend. You know what mm. I mean? I have I can't tell you the last time in my like algorithm that I saw things about Memorial Day being about fallen soldiers. Like I feel embarrassed now. I I care about fall, fallen soldiers. I respect their sacrifice. Yeah. You know, I'd like to, I now feel guilty. You know what you need to do? You need to get into small town America on Memorial Day. 
Mm-hmm. I was up upstate in the Hudson Valley, and we were driving through these small towns, and they had along the streets there were um, you know American flags planted every ten feet, little ones, and then on the lamp posts they had uh, profiles of soldiers who had fallen in the line of duty. That's cool. And it, it was such a tribute. It was such a, and that's what you get there. You're not getting aperol spritzes and ladies in white pants wearing cat eye sunglasses and arriving early to beat the line at exclusive beachfront pool bars <laughs> yeah no totally dude that's um, less the point yeah i'm going to have an american flag on my lawn if i ever have a house you've mentioned that i plan to have that that's cool i yeah. dig that i I'm think proud that's cool. american dude yeah yeah i like that that's great good um, well okay so how was your memorial day it was all right i didn't really do much dude but i gotta tell you something so i have a i have a couple of good sagas to mm. to visit with you furnish me first of all uh i went to the dentist oh for me big deal i did i i cried after dude <laughs> i'm not even joking i cried tears of relief and it was just such a whirlwind emotional experience that i just cried I was crying under my sunglasses as I walked down the street. Hillary said, where are you? I was nearby, and we embraced as I wept. And I was thinking about the guy here who does the like green line thing. I was like failing that test miserably. What is that? It's like if you're like the, like the beta male test or whatever. Oh. It's, just like, it's like a silly thing. But in pictures, like it's just, I just picture like him doing a diagram of me leaning over on my girl, shorter girlfriend's shoulder as I weep on her shoulder because mm. of the dentist dude can you think of something less attractive um <laughs> uh, well you were with her i'm linked up with her on the street and you cried into her shoulder i cried on her shoulder i didn't like sob but i was crying what were you were you i'm scared of the dentist were you dude. making sounds no you just had tears coming down your eyes correct you know, I don't think that's a problem, dude. Bro, is are you, are you sure? I, 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 it's nice of you to say that. I know people I think heaving possess... sobs and <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing that's is bad. a problem. Okay. But I think that men who have a little misty-eyed, uh, you know, expectoration from the eye is <laughs> not a problem. But wait, but dude, I, but my concern is the occasion. And I'm not even like leaning into this. I want to talk about it because it's a problem for me. I am scared of the dentist. Mm-hmm. I was having some tooth anxiety. I was able to find a good, a, a decent enough dentist who was not that nurturing, to be honest. And like, I have to go back for some like gum thing. And he was like, I was like, is it going to hurt? He goes, you'll be fine. Mm. I was like, this is not what I need, dude. Mm-hmm. I do not need this. But, but there was nothing wrong with my teeth. Oh, good. Like, my cavities are good. I Why do you fear the dentist so much? It hurts, dude. What does it hurt? Uh, my, the nerves in my teeth. Me too. Is that from gum recession? Um, partially, but also, like, when I was a kid, I used to grind my teeth. I have some grooves. If they get one of the hooks in there, uh, the yeah. pain is, like, un, un, in, like... Mm-hmm. But while I was in there, dude, I was trying to, like, take deep breaths. I was like, this is... You know, and it wasn't that bad. The cleaning tool that he was using is different than what I was used to as a child. It shows you how r- rarely I've gone as an adult. Things have come a long way, yeah. I and, and you said that to me. That was the most comforting thing that anyone has said to me. You're like, dude, things have come a long way. Like, you're going to be fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I, I think I'm just going to start going regularly again because 
that is the only way to how get often over the fear. were how often were you going well <laughs> when was the last time you went before this time a couple of years ago uh, but um, before that i didn't go for 12 years whoa dude <laughs> and i i went to the dentist after not going for 12 years and they're like yep your teeth look great and i was like fuck you everybody fuck and then you big dentistry yeah and then i went back two years later and had three three cavities which I got filled. It, and it may be that that, uh, that 12 year stint in <laughs> getting the green light there gave you a false sense of security. Yeah. So, but dude, I intend to go every six months. Now. And you started guzzling Dr. Pepper after that. <laughs> dude, mouth, mouth health. I, dude, I just envisioned a scenario where. You know how good a Dr. Pepper Yeah, I don't like Dr. Pepper. What about actually. root beer? When was the last time? I don't you... fuck with root beer. No? Oh my god, dude! Even uh, thinking about a root beer is making me excited. The like old-fashioned taste. I don't allow myself to have them ever, but oh man, sometimes once in a while a root beer. Those are two like ancient flavors to me. Like you have to have a certain. I'm not. I'm not saying that's bad. Like mm-hmm. you have to have a certain sort of like palate to enjoy. Those. Did we have Dr. Pepper's? Yeah. Where were we? At a gas station. Where? After we shot in Minnesota. Oh, no, no. South Dakota. Oh, we, yeah, well, that we was, were in yeah. South Dakota. Yeah. We stopped at a gas station, and I said, how do you feel about us having some Dr. Peppers to celebrate? And he said, I love that idea. And we got fountain Dr. Peppers and drank them in the car. Nice. And we did not stop talking the entire ride home. <laughs> after the Dr. Peppers? Yeah, we were excited. We were too. Yeah. How was the mix, the fountain mix? Solid. Super good. Really good. Balanced. Yeah. It's, yeah, you hate to see a bad man. You could see the fizz jumping off the uh, out of the cup. <laughs> it was jumping. Oh, it was sexy. eager. That's sexy. All right, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. It's all right. Um, were we talking about cavities? Yeah. Um. All right. So I, I don't know, but anyway, I went to the dentist, had some cavities, got them filled, had a really bad experience with that. Um. But the cavities look good. Apparently, he's like, your fillings are great. You look good. Your teeth look pretty good. I think. I think the lesson is that the dentist, no matter what, hurts more when you don't when take you care don't of go. your teeth or you don't go. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Like, mouth health is so important, dude. And, like, I don't want to get to a place in my life where my mouth's all fucked up and, like, I'm like, all right, I just want to die, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, there's no way. I live in mouth pain all day long. I just want to die. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get there. Uh-huh. You know, I want to... I've entered the stage of my life where I'm I'm interested in sort of delaying the aging process, you know. And if there's any little things I can do to do that, I intend to, you know. Yeah. What do you think of veneers? I think they're great. Really? I know some people who have the, who've gotten them, and like, I I don't know much about them, but if it's what I envision, which is like you said, you just have no problems with your mouth anymore because you have veneers. I love the sound of that. I don't really understand it. I mean, I've heard that they make you file your teeth down yeah, to yeah, fangs. Yeah. Little baby teeth. Yeah, and then they put these caps on them, and then they look like translucent or tra- um, pearly white, iridescent bowling pins. They're so white, they're almost blue. I don't understand that. Some right, people but you, you look, can get them done well, and you won't, know, and you don't notice. Some people look ghoulish. They go too white. Yeah. God help them if they enter an area of black lights, any sort of rave or galactic bowling place. It can change the way trouble. you look, yeah. Big trouble. Th- th- that's true. And also, dude, it can literally just straight up make you look like a different person for, mm-hmm. in perpetuity. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine got them, and he, he, he had like little teeth. Mm. 
going into he had little teeth mm-hmm. going into the into the veneer process. <laughs> yeah, he did. He just did, and now he has these big teeth, and like he yeah. looks good, but he's a different dude. Yeah, he looks like a beaver. It's yeah, it's weird. He's ready to mow down a whole cornfield. <laughs> I mean, One dude, cob at a time. I have to say, I feel very in control of my life. Having now that I've gone to the dentist, I feel like I can do anything. I'm not even joking. I really feel in control, bro. Well, the reason I bring up the veneers is I, I read the biography of John Adams, David McCullough's biography, and the, I remember the detail that stood out to me was that in his later life, because he lived late, uh, and he and Jefferson rekindled their friendship in late years after many years of acrimony due to he and John Adams had beef. Yeah, because they ran against each other in, uh, for Adams' re-election. Adams only served one term? Correct, and Jefferson supplanted him or took over. And they were bitter rivals for a long time and lived very different lives. Jefferson was very loose with his money, could, lived in debt his whole life, couldn't stop buying books. He's balling, dude. That was what he did. He bought so many goddamn books. <laughs> he spent a lot of time in France, too. Yeah, right? France, and he kept buying books to expand his <laughs> library and li- bring, bringing home shiploads full of books. I think wine too. He bought a lot of wine in France. He sounds like you, dude. I know. He's <laughs> a man after my own heart. He's balling. Yeah, yeah. He was, but Adams was much more Puritan, and you know, bought land and, and cleared his debts and left his children with modest uh, inheritances and, and especially land. And um, his house and his and his kids' houses are all still there in Boston, in the Boston area. Yeah, it's in Adams, Massachusetts. Interesting. Yeah, it's a national park registered yeah. site. Uh, <laughs> and John, well, John, you know, John's kind of an under under dog. Well, he, I don't know, he's a underrepresented figure of history. I think he doesn't get as much credit as he deserves, and that that's what the spot biography talked about a lot. Uh, McCullough has a tendency to pick the the lesser known people who has he written them about obviously truman truman did he do the grant one grant wrote his own biography right i think that's right yeah he's done things like uh the brooklyn bridge he did um the wright brothers which i really enjoyed guys really cool also in case this needs to be said out loud for everybody who asked for francis book recommendations you're getting a bunch of them right here. Yeah. For the price I, I, of one. McCall has written anything he's written, really. Everything I've read of his has just been spectacular. 1776 is spectacular. You, Dude, you'd like to chat with Hillary's dad, bro. Oh, yeah? He loves all this shit. That's cool. He loves it, dude. Bro, let me tell you something. I know I say that a lot, by the way. Sierra has started pointing out how often I say that. And what, I, bro? No, no. Oh. Let me tell you something. Oh, okay. It's my way of clearing space <laughs> and setting people up. But unfortunately, what follows doesn't necessarily warrant that preamble. Mm. <laughs> I clear the runway, and then the plane I take off in might not actually get off the ground. Uh, so you're saying that it's underwhelming? It's just a warbly, you know, homemade fucking crop duster <laughs> of a thought. Um, oh, so but is she stressed because she thinks it's going to be like a impactful no I, yeah it just it just i don't need to say that i could just talk you know what else you do that <laughs> not, not to pile <laughs> no, on please, here. i need this some isn't violence. no this isn't bad this is just funny sometimes you'll say you'll go r- r- respectfully and then it's like oh fuck is he about to say something oh. fucked up? but then you usually don't well but, that's because i am being respectful yeah <laughs> it's almost like i'm warning hey watch out yeah. i'm about to respect you yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> Let me give you some respect. Respectfully? Full of respect is Full what's respect. about to happen. Full of respect. Well, uh, I, I, and I also say well a lot, and I say it in text messages. I start a lot of text messages with well, comma. Dude, is he, are just, you just getting aired out? Your pet, like your girl's I, pet peeves for people, you, or just getting aired? The fuck I notice them myself, and it it it's uh, these are new too. These things in my life, they they I go through phases of of them. Mm-hmm. Of I, like say of phrases. I don't know where I picked up. Let me tell you something. You also do. You know what, man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what, man? What I've realized, or, or I'll do a get this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's I'll do that one too. That's a classic. <laughs> I can't yeah. just... Dude, that might be the number one Family Feud answer. I can't. Dude, get this. Wait, they say that? <laughs> no, oh, I'm for saying, Francis. This is Francis's. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Steve Harvey just sitting there befuddled. I can't. I don't know. I feel like I need to set the stage for my <laughs> thoughts, and yeah. I don't know. I, I have no problem with any of it. Just so you know, dude. I appreciate that. I like the way you I'm going to work to speak more <laughs> fluidly. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Poor Francis. I know. I know. Crash it irks me. It irks myself. Well, dude, Hill. So I had a really, I had an amazing meeting. Hillary overheard us talking and she's like, that was the most like bro meeting I've potentially ever heard. Wow. You're like, bro. And they're like, bro. And then you said, bro. And then you're like, dude. And then you're mm. like, bro. She's like, it was like a very like solid bro occasion. I was like, you consider me a bro? She goes, are you serious? Mm. She goes, you are like the ultimate bro. Yeah. I'm like, what? I'm the ultimate bro. And then, dude, I'm watching my like Afghanistan thing. And I'm like in Afghanistan. I'm like, bro, bro, to all mm. these Afghan people. And I start having this moment where I'm like, am I? Am I a bro? Well, <laughs> I mean, you, you say it. But it's not in a way that is a put off. It's not fratty. You're not fratty or broy in a traditional sense. Mm-hmm. I think that word broy can be very. We don't like we have it. a negative. Yeah, we don't like it that much. It's uh, it's a it's a, a a cousin to toxically male, or you know, just sort of stupid in a masculine yeah. way. Yeah. And I don't think of that for you at all. Right. Yeah. To me, like the fact that I say, bro, dude, bro, I don't know, whatever. And then I'm thinking about in my Netflix set, I have the, sh- the joke about like mm-hmm. refined bros, which is like my last joke, you know, short set, obviously. But then I'm like, am I just like projecting? Like, is that me just like describing what I want, what I want to be like? A what bro? do you want to be? I don't know, bro. I am what I am, you know? But I, again, you're not, you're an you're not an uncultured swine, bro. No. You're a you are a you say bro in a way that makes you accessible and is a term of familiarity and endearment. It's yeah. becoming of you. Thank you. And it makes us feel that we are your bros. You are. And You're all my bros. And it is in no way uh a crutch yeah. or a filler word for you. I don't think it uh, diminishes what you say at all. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. I, appreciate- I don't think Hillary means it negatively. Because either. when you say bro, what follows is not let's drink some light beer. <laughs> it's bro, when I was in Afghanistan. <laughs> and that's a wonderful 
humility in a way. There's a humility. Bro, your broism is a groundedness mm-hmm. that I think we all very much like. Thank you, dude. Well, yeah. speaking of which, that is coming out middle of July for sure. Wow. It's pretty much com- it's pretty much com- thank you, thank you. It's pretty much completely done. I just I, I need a little time to like respect the final part of the process where like maybe I can set the groundwork for myself to like do do this next one at like a more elevated level. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I always am like too burnt out by the time I get to this step and then I'm just like fuck it, put it out. And then like I want to try to leverage it. You know what I mean? Because I I'm very proud of the way it came out. I think it's very very good, uh, and I think oh, you're all yeah. gonna like it. So yeah. Wow, we're we're eager. We should yep. do some kind of a premiere viewing party. I want to, man. And it's funny because I haven't been able to figure out how to do that. And mm. this is why. So I asked you know, my team or whatever to be like, hey, can you find me a spot? And they just like sent me offer letters. And I think there was like a miscommunication. because I'm like, oh, like, that's nice of you guys to set something like that up. But like, I'm not charging people to come to my right. thing. That's just like, I, wanna, I want people to come see it. But like, I don't, wanna, I don't want to charge people. I also don't want to pay. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, so how the fuck am I going to do it? You know? <laughs> right, so right. I'm thinking about, I'm, I'm trying to get creative. Um, and I know you probably just meant like the boys watching it or whatever. No, I don't know. I mean, but, a, a big party or, yeah, it'd be fun. I, you know, I'd it like is, that. it's going to, how's, how long is it going to run all so, five parts? I don't think I'm going to show the whole thing. Okay. We could, yeah, we could watch number one. I was thinking like one, maybe like one, a couple of them, like, but, yeah. but the whole thing's an hour 45. So I was thinking like to show about an hour of it. Yeah, and then everyone can go home and watch the rest of them. If they want, yeah. yeah. That's cool. I like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we have a party with some cocktails. That would be fun. And then also, yeah, dude, like a couple people that I know have like screening rooms in their buildings that you can reserve. Huh. Oh, Who, yeah. Is, is, do you think that's a good option? It's not bad if the room is nice. Yeah, yeah. If it's just agreed. a sort of a very corporate-looking yeah, table with a big TV or whatever. Then agreed. It should be a movie theater. Yeah, and not ooh, a comedy club. Can yeah. you rent a movie theater? I, Ryan, can we see how much that costs? Yeah, like, could I just rent Theater 7 in the fucking AMC or whatever? Or one of those really nice ones with recliner seats and, and food yeah. and stuff. I, only, I wonder, like, my... Craft beers. The sound isn't set up for Dolby Digital, though. I wonder mm. if... Or not Dolby Digital, but, like, surround sound. I wonder if that would matter. Before looking, looking, uh, AMC says that you can rent a private theater for $99. What? But let me... Let me look and see what it actually okay, is. Thank you, That's Ryan. what they're saying. Yeah, starting at 99. That's how they get you. For a five-minute yeah. video. <laughs> yeah. Going to 14,000. <laughs> Anywhere from $99 to 14,000. Just and for the $99 room. option lets you <laughs> yeah. sit in the mechanical room <laughs> and watch the tape flutter by as it spools across the... Yeah. The $99 option, you have to work there for a week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, man. Dude, my dad told me a story about... It was just like a classic my dad story. He got into like a little bit of a discussion with somebody who was upset at him because he was was leaning on someone's car when it was parked, just like leaning on someone's truck. And they come up to him, they're like, hey, like out of respect, would you mind not leaning on my car? Wow. And he was like, oh, yeah, sorry. And he's like, he's like, what the, what, you know, what the hell? And I'm like, dude, I don't know, man. I, I think that that, they might be right. Yeah. <laughs> like, why are you leaning on someone else's car? <laughs> right? Like, I think they might be right. 
I feel bad. I don't want to be like hard on him, but I'm like, dude, like the world isn't there for you to sort of mm-hmm. move as you please. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. But. Dude, I got a haircut and I really need to work on explaining what I need. Mm. I like my haircut, but I'm always worried that I'm not going to because I don't know how to say what I want. And then they're like, you want this? And I'm like, I don't know what that is. And they're like, okay, well, we'll do this. And I'm like, okay, fine. I just don't, still don't know what they're talking about. You know where you need to go where you don't have to deal with all of that is sport clips. I know. I they know really make it easy. They know how to do men's hair. They know the deal. They're not going to have to walk them through. I want this side done this way. You're not going to have to A quarter of picture. an inch. I don't know what length of hair is. Like, you know, like yeah. inch, quarter inch, like. Sport clips, they're pros over there. Mm-hmm. Killer cuts. I need to hit it hard. The best of the best. We all want it all, gents. Uh, we want to play it by ear and have definite plans. We want to overshare life stories and remain mysterious. We want to be hip and <laughs> wear the go. same sweatshirt every day, but sadly we can't have it all unless we're at Sport Clips Haircuts where we can tune into the game and tune out work pings. We can put our hair in the hands of pros and put our brains on Do Not Disturb. At Sport Clips, we get an unbeatable haircut and some uninterrupted downtime with the MVP experience, complete with massaging shampoos and hot steamed towels. Hell yeah. In other words, we get to have it all, gentlemen. Walk in or check in online. Sport Clips, it's a game changer. I got one for you really quick. Hit me. Okay. So, okay. Sierra sent me this. This came across her timeline you ready for this let's hear it a big group of people go out for dinner and drinks the group is four guys and seven girls two hetero couples included so of the of the 11 of the 11 there's a two hetero couples two brothers (laughs) two two guys and two girls that are dating of the remaining five girls two are dating one another and the other three have boyfriends, but the two, but the other three boyfriends are not there. So wait, so there's two. I thought there was only two hetero couples. Two hetero couples, and then the three girls all have boyfriends. And what about the other four people? Oh, I see what you're saying. So seven girls, right? Mm-hmm. Two of them are dating each other. Two of the girls are dating each yep. other. Okay. Um, two of the girls are dating each other. Uh, two of the girls are dating two of the guys. Okay. And then the remaining three girls all have boyfriends that are absent. Okay. And then that means that there are two single guys there as well. The two guys are not romantically involved with anyone there. The bill is $2,470. Should the four guys pay for everything? To me, no. But, like, it just it depends, dude. Like, it just depends on so many things. The easiest way to do that is every single person pays for themselves, and then the couples sort of can figure it out amongst themselves. That's a tricky question. I don't think it's that the guys... Obviously, I don't think the guys are supposed to pay for everybody. That almost feels sexist. Well, and especially in... You know, if like you said, if there's two... If there's a same-sex couple involved... I actually wonder. I wonder, like, I don't think they would allow that. Would the would the would one of the members of the same sex couple want to be paying also, or 
Yeah, I don't think if if I were one of the girls that was in a relationship with one of the other girls, and I don't know, I have to think that it, letting four men pay for that for our date, our couple, is yeah, an insult. Well, there's a there's a lot of moving parts in this. So agreed. I don't think a guy who if there's a guy there with his girlfriend and single guys there, the single guys should be paying less than the guy with the girlfriend. If the girls aren't paying, um, like the guy with the girlfriend should be yeah, like, I, I I'm think, paying for I two. Think, I think what you got to do is exactly what you said. You take the entire bill and you divide it by the total number of people. And then you, one person probably should take down the whole bill and say, Demo? and it should probably be somebody who is in a relationship. Right? Right, okay. And then say, everybody, this is what the cost per person of this meal was. Um, I'll let you decide, basically. But if, you know, if, if you're in a relationship here and you want to pay for your significant other, then you need to pay t- for two people. Right, right, right. But everybody needs to be accounted for. That makes it easier. You don't, you you eliminate the risk of, like, being tone deaf or insensitive to the same sex couple yeah by by assuming something about someone's gonna pay Mm -hmm. saying you know what i mean uh yeah that's interesting man wow what an intricate group of people that's pretty good you know what one of my pet peeves is actually this reminds me of this Mm. when somebody's like oh i'll just pay and i'll demo you guys and somebody goes somebody wants the points (laughs) <laughs> have you encountered that I, I really don't like that um, it's like, bro, I was trying to make your life easier I don't give a fuck about the points yeah you also the points, take you know them. take them what are you talking about you're talking about a $400 dinner I mean that's what 40 points or something yeah like I don't know how that works it's nothing yeah right. I get a $4 discount exactly yeah exactly alright pal <laughs> can't wait to put that towards my cruise <laughs> My cruise we're planning to take. That's funny. Um, what, dude, what about this? Okay, so we... Actually, you know what? No, I want to talk about this first. Dude, I had a really great show in Boston. I just want to say thank you to everyone. Yeah, that. well done. Sold that baby out. That's a big room, too. Big room. That's probably one of my one of my uh, greatest accomplishments as a live performer thus far. pretty sick, man. I would say. Yeah, Walking up you. on that stage, knowing there's not an empty seat in the house. Pretty cool. Bunch of smiling faces. I saw the awesome Instagram post and you doing that made me realize that i should start doing that what did i do you just honored the compliments of everybody who said watch julio smash tonight and you reposted it Mm -hmm. and i was like yeah that is nice oh thanks dude because i've had a hang up on that well i feel you i understand the impulse to be like oh it shows it looks like i'm bragging or something but i think it's i don't know like i don't post every single one but no you know i think it's nice to post a few i don't know whatever totally agree um shout out to eric who came through took some sick photos he also uh I think shot a video too, um, which I look forward to posting too to promote some of my dates down south. But yeah, dude, what a fun thing! What a great night. Uh, Dan- it was just the boys too. Like I thought they had a host, but they didn't. So it was just Danny Palmer and Ricky. Mm. Um, we had a great show, great hang. Uh, felt like a very triumphant moment. So thank you for coming, everybody. Appreciate I'm gonna it. say this. I once had Ricky open for me mm-hmm. at Gotham, and and. I don't know that I would ask him to feature for me again. He just kill. He's too good. Yeah, he's good. He is, he's so good. He's dude. too good. I don't want to follow him. Mm. I say it all out of total respect for him. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to follow him. Mm. I feel you. Because then I'm walking out of the club 
there are some fans ahead of me. I know I'm going to hear. I actually thought the the guy who opened for him was better. <laughs> no, I feel. And you, then man. you're like, he only did 15 minutes. That's it. <laughs> it's easier to be good for 15 minutes. <laughs> but that's not even true. Ricky would do an hour and bury me. So <laughs> he's very, very good, bro. But you yeah. know, I don't know. I like. I try. And I, I've always been. I've admired people who like don't think about that. Like, yeah. there's been times where I've watched somebody featuring murdering, and I like see the headliner just not even caring, and I'm like, it like turns me on. Yeah, that's cool. So like, to that's me, what you want to get to you know, like oh. I know, I'm like, dude, it's hot. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. So like, like not actually, but like metaphorically speaking, <laughs> like I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like I strive for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I, I you know. Like, I'm glad. I was happy that he would even want to do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. He he was just gonna pop on as like a special guest. Was he in town? Yeah, he was. Oh. Fi- he's filming something like uh, in Rhode Island. Cool. And so he came through, and then yeah, it was, but it was it was fun to have him go before me, bro. And like, uh, yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, That's I, cool. I, it was nice to hear him doing well, and I was happy that the people were getting a great show. You know, because yeah, he's course. obviously a headliner uh, and a pretty seasoned and experienced one. So. To give the people a great show like that, I thought was really great. That's a well, that's a very confident, magnanimous standpoint you have. <laughs> I admire you having that. Well, dude, to be honest, like I don't know, like I I know that I think I think I'm capable of putting on a good show. We, but, absolutely, but I don't think that like I'm doing anything. You know, I don't know that how highly I think of myself. I just think of myself as what I am. So like. I have so much admiration for so many of our peers. There's so many funny, talented people out there that I am grateful to be collaborating with anybody in any capacity. So, mm-hmm. like to me, I don't, I didn't, I don't feel pressure. Like if Ricky were to go up and just absolutely massacre the room, like I still feel like I can do good enough that it's okay. You know? Yeah, I have a fear of the audience walking out and wishing that they'd seen the feature for longer than mm. me right right i feel you and i dude i know too that no matter <laughs> how hard i to kill somebody's walking out of that show being like that guy sucked yeah every right. single show right there's never been one show where every single person in the audience thought i was great yeah somebody's gonna be like that guy's fucking sucks mm-hmm. and listen sometimes it's a lot of people <laughs> yeah 100 percent. uh but dude listen man like our hearts our hearts are in the right place like I'm not a miracle worker. I'm serious. I like this is what I got. Yep. You know, I've tried hard and and I've I've really th- I've, this is thoughtful stuff. I'm I have integrity. I'm proud of it. I'm not doing tricks to try to make it funnier. Like this is the stuff I want to talk about and hopefully you guys like it. And if you don't, like it's okay. You know? Yeah. I'm in the same spot, man. I have a very realistic appraisal of my ability as a stand-up. <laughs> uh and I can say that there have been a plenty of crowds that have had a great time. Yeah, dude. I've seen uh, you crush. And and so, you know, if it doesn't go well, I I don't I don't think they're wrong either. You know, I just I just I will do my best night in and night out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So totally, dude. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and bro, listen, you know. It's it's amazing to even get to a place where this is in our comfort zone. Like I remember when I was featuring for people. I mean, I opened for Ricky for years and for other for for plenty of other people. And I always remember thinking, "Wow, I would be so stressed out if this were my show." So much pressure. Yeah. So much, uh, you know, whatever. And like as the feature, it's 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 amazing. Like I was like stressed out about the idea of like. 
if it's your show, there's responsibility. Like, right. if you bomb, the Yelp reviews are going to be like, that guy sucked. Or, you know, the show crashes and burns with you, and there's hundreds of people there to see the show, mm-hmm. and they're spending a lot of money. Right. And they're counting on you to give them, an, to entertain them. You know what I mean? Right. I was like, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's okay. Like, maybe I'll never headline, and, you know, maybe I'll be an actor, but I'll, like, do some stand-up too, and, like, this way I don't have to... I, I was, like, preparing for a career where I didn't have to headline because I was so scared of it. Wow. Yeah. Well, here you are. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like... Smashing. No, I didn't, I didn't want to, like, prop myself up for a compliment there. I'm just saying, Smashing like... Smashing in Boston to full sold-out rooms. What I, didn't, what I didn't realize is all the amazing shit that comes with it. When it goes well, you get... It's you did well. Yeah, you get the curtain call. You get yeah. the you get the glory as well as the shame. Mm-hmm. You know, just you like you get to tell the person who the host the the waitress for the green room. Hey, can we get a bucket of beers <laughs> and whatever he wants? Yeah, and also <laughs> my friends Jacob and Marcy are out front. Let them back. <laughs> They're cool. They're with me. That's nice. It was very nice. Dude, my college roommate was in the front row. Didn't tell me. Oh. So I'm right there. Shout out Mike Siegel. Good Mike guy. Siegel. Uh, <laughs> the legend. That's not a seagull. That's a chicken. <laughs> um, I don't know why. Yeah. No, he's a great guy. I saw a bunch of... It was funny. It was one of those shows where like it was a good mix of people who I didn't specifically know were coming, mm-hmm. but who were there. Because you know, I went to school there, so there's a couple of school people. A guy I played tennis with mm. was there. Classic. Uh, like, but not from college, like from juniors. Right. Uh, my cousin surprised me. It was nice, dude. Okay, here's a question for you. The gentleman buys uh, the engagement ring for his fiance. They get married. Whose job is it to pay the insurance on the engagement ring? Oh, wow. <laughs> Is there some sort of is there if this is Googleable that would be helpful? I have no idea. I guess you, the, the guy, guy for life. I don't know. Can you buy a life policy? No, you have to pay every year. You have to re up it every year. Oh, you pay your premiums. Is it expensive? Yep. Right. No, please, right. Uh, from my first search, whoever wears it insures it. Wow. wow. Whoever smelt it, dealt it. Wow. I, I like that. <laughs> I like that. And you know why? Because the wearer determines the need for insurance. The wearer is the bearer. <laughs> it is your uh, carefulness and your actions that determine whether or not you want to bear the sting of insurance. If you're the wearer and you say, well, I don't trust myself. I am I am careless. I know myself. I leave things everywhere. I've lost 14 pairs of sunglasses this year. I can never find the TV remote. <laughs> you know, yada, yada. There's no chance that I can... Every time I work out, every Peloton class, every time I do this, I take my ring off. Um, I cannot live without this insured, and it gives me that peace of mind. Then great. You should pay. But alternatively, if you're a very careful person and you say, I never take my ring off, I think insurance is a scam. <laughs> I have a friend who thinks that all insurance is a scam. Interesting. At least for at least for personal belongings. Is it a math per is it like one of your math friends? 
Um, yeah, it's a smart friend. Yeah. And it's one who th- <laughs> he thinks it just, they're commodifying fear. Dude, I'm, I'm, yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's I, what I'm, they're doing. I'm willing to like listen to, like, some of your friends have like these funny hot takes like this. I'm sure that whatever he said, I would like agree with. There's almost, a, <laughs> there's a part of me that but I still believe in insurance. There's a part of me that thinks that if you, um, have an engagement ring and you don't lose it for 10 years or something like that, then you should earn the right to stop paying insurance. Right, right, right. Say, oh, we don't need this anymore. I've put together enough time of not losing this. That, But I don't know, man. I mean... You never know, man. You do hear stories about people needing to file claims. Like, what about auto and auto rental insurance? Clearly, you need that. Yeah. I, you know? I think car insurance, oh, you, of course, health insurance. Absolutely. These are is that musts. not what he's talking about? No, no, he's not. He, I think he says, yeah, you don't need you, oh, need, but you like, need those things. travel insurance. That no, kind of stuff? well, maybe travel insurance, but it's it's personal belongings. Gotcha, gotcha. Insuring gotcha, gotcha. a ring, insuring a right, right. You know, something like that. Gotcha, gotcha, where gotcha. It, if you lose it, but again, I mean, I don't know how much he's accounting for robbery or being mm. held up. Mm-hmm. And and what what happens if that happens? I don't know. Um, by the way, insurance hack for everybody. You know how when you rent a car, you're 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 covered by your credit card. That does not work in Europe. So you're not covered by your credit card for a for a foreign car rental. Really? Yeah, you have to opt in your own insurance there. And by the way, I recommend doing that anyway because you're way more likely to have something go wrong in another country because they really check the car more so than they do here. Yeah. Here you drop it off. As long as you didn't bash it into a tree, like you're probably good <laughs> there. You have one scratch. Oh, oh yeah. Like they look at it for 20 minutes. So that's right. my summer travel hack for you guys. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. That was good to know. I'm glad to hear that there is uh yeah, I'll, because I, I, I paid the insurance for the first year. Um, and I think that I'm going to shift that duty over to my wife and say, hey, listen, you don't have to pay for this. You don't have to pay it at all. But just know that ring better only come off your finger if your <laughs> finger comes off with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, be like, listen, if you if you lose that, you're getting a fucking lab diamond to replace yeah. it. Pal. The, o- the only way I better find this ring not on your hand is if I open a bloody envelope <laughs> As a warning message from your captors <laughs> that my ransom is due. Right. Have I told you? I've told you that um, Sierra said we should come up with a code word in case she gets kidnapped, right? No. You didn't say. I've, I know we talked about code words, but I don't know about kidnapping code Yeah, words. she said we should get, come up with a code word in case she's been kidnapped and she needs to let me know without letting her captors know that she's letting me know. Well, how would she get in contact with you, though? Uh, call me using, you know, her duct tape bound hands they haven't taken her phone somehow she says hey siri and she's she's like wow please don't hurt me guys and if if there's any chance that you could get me a zucchini (laughs) i'm feeling like my blood sugar is low (laughs) well you're supposed to do the taken thing Blue wall, flat screen TV. <laughs> Neck uh, tattoo of a spider. Barstool <laughs> ah! logo. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Lynch. It was Ryan Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
do yeah, it. Yeah, unfortunately, I do not have a rare set of skills. <laughs> yeah, I do not speak 14 languages, nor can I <laughs> travel freely into any of the st- stands, as far as I know, to come hunt you down, you know? Um, so. Well, dude, the safe word, the, that is a good thing in general. Like, a word where if you're like, like, if there's a thing in some bars where they'll in the in the bathroom for the women it'll be like if you're uncomfortable with the guy say this word to the bartender i'm like wow that's crazy really yeah well it says that in the women's bathroom yeah. at bars yeah not like every bar but like hill has come out of the bar of the bathroom at the bars a couple of times and been like wow like in that in the bathroom it says say this word to the bartender if you feel uncomfortable with the guy interesting yeah hmm. fucking predator cheers brother cheers old boy a little hangover, calm action. Uh, you know, the dog days of summer are upon us. It's hot. It's Ooh. sticky. We're tired. Mm. The hangover makes us feel better, and it makes us feel calm, which we could all use in our anxiety-ridden lives. That's exactly right, guys. The calm is tart cherry, elderberry, chamomile, and valerian root. All sorts of fun ingredients that'll make you just take the edge off of that annoying traffic jam you've had mm-hmm. to battle through or... The fact that you've had a tough day where your boss said, hey, I don't like you at all, Johnson. <laughs> okay. Hey, I don't like you at all, Johnson. Yeah. Man, I hope that, that doesn't happen to you today, guys. No. That's a tough day. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Here's to Johnson. Yeah, here's to Johnson who can go to hangobi.com. That's H-A-N-G-O-B-I.com to order your first case. Use promo code Oops, I'm Hung for 30% off. Uh, you can also follow them on social to watch clips uh, of us and get product updates. Hear about the partnership at hang.obi is the handle on TikTok and Instagram. And for a store locator uh, to see where they sell Hangobi near you, which is in over 500 stores right now, hangobi.com slash pages slash store dash locator. Hangobi.com. Oops, I'm Hung. Bro, I... I- bro <laughs> bro i did a an exercise class and uh it's it's a kettlebell heavy class how was it i do it a lot it's really hard and i i'm at that point where i don't do it enough that um that i can kind of have it be less and less sore inducing each right. time so is every, that good or bad not good i should do it more so you you want to be in a place where you're not getting sore because I'm doing it so much. And that means you're in better shape? It means my muscles are recovering faster because they're used to the movements. At Got least it. that's my theory. I, I think yeah. that's true, though. I always wonder about that. Because I, I used to do workouts all the time where I would just do tons of pull-ups, 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 mm. pull-ups, constantly. And I never felt... I could do them day next one day, the next day, you know, yes. tons of them. Now, if I go out and bang out, you know, four sets of eight pull-ups or ten pull-ups, something like that, I can't do pull-ups for, like, two weeks. Interesting. Well, dude, but still, like, does, Fat Francis isn't really paying. No, out. I know. I, I, you've been ripping it again. I couldn't. I couldn't uh, stay out of the gym. <laughs> You're looking good. Dude. I can't. I can't. Move, good, dude. In what world do you have to apologize? For I, that? Well, <laughs> you know, a lot of people were like, "Finally, you're one of us," and <laughs> you're like, Ha-ha. "I'm sorry, guys." No, no, I'm not. I just, <laughs> I tried. I tried, but yeah. I, I crave the body exhaustion and the endorphins and the sleeping well so much yeah. that uh it's very hard for me to stop working out but dude shout out to tom kern bro mike he's i know he's worked with some other people here at barstool who've had like pt stuff um and he we're basically now like getting to a place where like 
the goal is for me to be able to pursue workouts again. Mm. And I've been like ripping like some like actual lifts. Oh, wow. I'm like beefing up, dude. I'm getting beefy for the summer. Right? Yeah, beef it up. Beef daddy. Yeah. All beef. Beef daddy summer. Dude, do you ever see you ever see the documentary about the twins who like didn't know each other? It might have been triplets. These like three triplet I think I brothers. I hearing about that. Yeah. I forget what it's called. It's on Netflix, I think. And I remember seeing one of those guys like with his shirt off wearing like a little bathing suit and he had like a belly but like it looked really good on him i was like dude i want that body he had this like dad bod that was like hot mm. ever since then i've been thinking about it while i'm fucking ripping it i'm like just have a good like man belly mm-hmm. that, but that sits well you know what i mean are you did you find the pic of him yeah it's called three identical strangers three identical strangers we can't find the, the shirtless body pic. dude it's a good bod it's mm. a good like they it, look like they have good bodies. It's a good, like, no, but these is when they were younger. When they got a little older, they started to, like, get the dad bought a little They're bit. They're still adults in that thing. Um, I got a great workout plan from a trainer, a fan of the pod. Really? CJ, I think it's Shiata or Skiata the third. Uh, he put together an incredible plan. I, I've hit that a couple of times. Really? Uh, he's awesome, and he's helping me out. He felt really bad for me and just couldn't help himself. He was like, I just had to put this together. And you ripped it? And I've, I've done it a couple times. It's hard. It's hard. It takes me a while, but yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff in there, and he's giving me visual cues. He has a good app that he uses, so good to mix it up. Um, right? I appreciate that. Shout out to to CJ. Should we do an email here? Yeah, bring her home. Um, shout out to CJ. Shout out to Tom. Keeping the boys looking good. Was I saying something before I? You said oh yeah. Kettlebell. Let me let me tell you about this class really quick. Okay. So I I have to take my ring off when I do it because. I have this fear that uh, the ring is going to compromise my grip and I'm going to send one of the kettlebells flying, flying into the head, head of uh, a woman in her second trimester. <laughs> there are a lot of pregnant ladies that do this class and they're always really, really good. Um, and so anyway, I took my ring off, right? And I do feel naked without the ring and I also feel dishonest. Right. I feel like I'm presenting myself as a single man. Sure enough, I'm doing the class and we get, it says partner up. There's a thing at the end. You got to partner up. And, uh, it was mostly women. So I, I, a woman, a young woman partner at, you know, said, Hey, let's okay, great. And we partnered up and she was, um, she was encouraging me in the exercises to a point of that was borderline flirtatious. Hmm. A couple of winks, a couple of, you know, su- I, look, maybe I'm misreading and I maybe don't, don't get me wrong. I've, I've, I'm not, I misread that before, but it just felt, and I couldn't help but think, you I know, s- I still got it. And no, no. <laughs> like, is this my fault for not wearing my wedding ring? Oh, am I, am I false advertising? It's, it's a good topic, but listen, dude, I mean, you know. I feel you like the way that a kettleball is set up, like that is actually potentially an issue. Yeah, I had to. I felt like I had to. Uh, you know, but listen. <clears throat> well, the point is. is, I finished the class. I walked out. I went straight to my locker, put my ring back on, and then I sort of started cleaning up just to make sure that there was no confusion. I like that. I like that. Okay, let's do an email. Bring her home. Um, okay, this one's called Drowning Relationship Advice. This hangover is really hitting today. You know, we really hits, bro. Okay. Um, Drowning relationship advice? Yep. 
<laughs> drowning dash relationship advi- relationship uh, question mark in parentheses. I hope this has advice. literal drowning questions. <laughs> had a quick relationship advice thing to run by you guys. See if you've ever had a similar experience. I've been seeing this girl for a little over a month. It Can was I go- pause you for a quick second? Yeah. If you were drowning, do you think you'd embrace it? No. I would fight. What if you knew there was nothing you could do? I wouldn't be willing to accept that. If it was one of those calm drowning scenes in a movie where, you know, you just there either you have weights tied to your ankles, or you're in a lobster cage for humans. I don't know. Or when you're Sonic and you can't get an air bubble. And you know you, you know you're toast. Yeah. You know you're toast. And you'd rather just fade into the deep and think of your family and your loved ones in your life. Would you would you just take the water in? No. I would fight, bro. I, I wouldn't be able to accept it. Ugh, that sucks. It sucks to come to terms with it too. No. What if there's something you could do? In I'm, what world like you've been chained to your ankle with a boulder and you're just sinking to the bottom? I've been I've been I've been wa- I've been sent off a gangplank. But wouldn't by you a be, pirate ship. Wouldn't you be fiddling with the with the, the <laughs> with, ball thing trying to get Oh, with the the manacled yeah. shackled yeah. To, to my ankle, that stupid brown ball. <laughs> no, I'm going deeper and deeper and, and the yeah. <laughs> the best I can do is clear the pressure in my ears by yawning multiple times. <laughs> you see a puff of a wounded puffer fish? Yeah. Like in Hawaii. <laughs> and <you're>, woo, woo. <laughs> i'm fucking toast man they say that getting eaten by a shark is the worst because you are drowning while you are eaten alive that is tough surf with surf with uh with caution you know what else would be bad if you fell into the water in an oil spill that was lit on fire Jesus and the Christ. only way for you to breathe was to go up into the flames. So not only are you drowning, you're burning alive, too. Oh, my God. And then God. the sharks come. Oh, my God. That's pretty tough. What about if you're, like, ran over on the highway, <laughs> and then you get surrounded by a pack of wolves, and they're just picking at you? Or uh, birds. Ravens. You ravens see them orders. start to surround yeah. you slowly as you get weaker and weaker? Turkey vultures. Dude, the guy who took that famous picture killed himself. There's, there's a picture of this, like malnourished baby with like a vulture in the distance and you see the and like the, you see the vulture like looking Ooh. that guy who took that photo kill, killed himself fucked up okay Dark anyway shit. all right well way to end the podcast on uh, uh bring bring us back to this yeah i'm sorry <laughs> back to the relationship but clearly whatever this guy's going through is not as bad as what we've i think for, I, have a, I have a weird minutes. thought that i wouldn't mind drowning because i love holding my breath Oh my god! I Jesus love it. Christ. I do it. I do it recreationally. <laughs> and uh, that's gonna be my record. That's gonna be my record. What do you mean your record? Me drowning. <laughs> and you say is this? the is my best performance because I'm I'm dying, and so you know how long does it how long does it take you? I there there would be a part right, of me right. being like, wow, I'm at three minutes. Uh, who knew? I'm I toast. Could. The silver lining but I, here. I, I really could have pushed myself a lot farther than I thought all those times in the Soha House pool. I could have taken, <laughs> what's his name? Yeah. I had him. If only he knew. I'm still conscious. I've been seeing this girl for a little, little over a month, and it was going well. My friends have met her and even acknowledged that it seems like 
I like her more than anyone I've liked in the past. How great. But wait, our Memorial Day plans got canceled. We found a cabin in upstate New York and booked it. We acknowledged that it was a bit soon for a four-day trip together, but said, hey, we like each other. Why not? By the end of the trip, I really felt smothered and like I was drowning. She talks more than anyone I've ever met and is super affectionate, which at times was nice to have someone that likes me uh, and to shut my brain off. But on the other side of that coin, I have a high-stress finance job, was looking forward to some silence and unplugging, and instead now we're back and I'm more stressed. I feel like I could like this girl, but going on this trip was like diving into a pool before seeing if you know how to swim. Have you ever had something like this happen? Is it recoverable? I could see myself liking this girl, but right now uh, don't want to see her at all. In a perfect world, we go back to the early dating phase that we should still be in, in my opinion. Having a hard time figuring out how to ask for that since it was my idea to dive into this pool in the first place. Uh, gee, Philly show was awesome. Uh, thanks, dude. Uh, any, help, any help here would... Uh, any help here would be awesome, guy. Thanks, gents. I, you know, this is... This is like the heartfelt side of the fuckboy accusation that guys always get hit with Mm -hmm. where it's you know he's asking me if we can slow things down Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then you realize well that's not always necessarily a way for him to soft quit you or to like create distance or whatever this is a, a you know unfortunately i don't know if there is a way to put the toothpaste back in the tube i don't think you can you know, jump back to steps in a relationship. Yeah. Um, she may have had a very different experience or a very different view on how that weekend went. Thinks it went great. She's really excited about this guy, which means she's not going to slow down. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and a four day cabin, you know, broke back mountain cohabitation together is a big step. I hate to say it, man you did make the mistake of setting that up Mm -hmm. early in a relationship well dude i will say this like i went through a phase where i was doing shit like that a lot same be like want to come to this wedding with me to like Mm -hmm. somebody who i just started you know what i mean yeah uh and there was like something fun about it spontaneous whatever and like it's not an immediate it doesn't mean you're getting engaged to her next week dude right uh it's fine like you guys are having fun you agreed to do this you don't now this hasn't like this doesn't mean that you suddenly owe her something. No, you know you guys have to agree to like each other and to continue. If that ends up not being the case, I mean, it's not the end of the world. So I think it's okay to sort of like s- slow it down a little. It was a big weekend. You're not going to be going on trips every weekend, right? But you're also not going to solve the fact that she talks a lot. And if that's something that really bothers you, <laughs> you know, wherever this relationship leads, that's going to come with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing you remember too, dude, this guy needs to think about how much of this is like his own thing too, potentially, you know, if he really likes her and in general, and I get that maybe you went on the trip and she was annoying and you didn't really like her as much once you went on the trip, that's not abnormal or a crime necessarily, but, um, maybe there's a chance that you are just like afraid of trying something or something. You should, you should examine all of this before deciding that you don't like this girl, because if you really liked her before. And now you don't now, uh, like you need to ask why. Yeah, but I also think that this was a, 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 a an important test. Totally, and it's it's a simple test. This is not a high bar that's being set. And yeah, at some point in his life, he may need to graduate to, you know, making giving giving 
people the a little bit more leeway in 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 their imperfections or you know he has this he has he'll have he'll meet women that he likes who you know you're not going to be able to nitpick as much if you want commitment nobody's mm-hmm. perfect for sure mm-hmm. but um right now you're a month in i don't know you're fine dude. i think this is uh, you know see what she says do your best but all I can say is that if this is fading away, you know, try to be noble and don't ghost. Be honest. She's probably going to get mad and just is what it is. And if, like, dude, I, I agree with you. It is it is straightforward. I'm not trying to be like, look within, dude. But like, it's sounding as if he was tired going into this weekend, maybe burnt out and like going and have to be on having to be on for this new person wasn't the weekend he was looking for. Right. That may not mean that you don't like her. Maybe you just like needed some alone time or time with people you feel comfortable with and not have this like right. weekend where you're on you know i don't right. know i can see why that would be tiring i agree well All good right. luck let us know how it goes good luck good luck uh facts with ryan facts with ryan all right we got quite a bit today wow sweet we went everywhere today so let's start with veneers i think we talked about veneers shit like a hundred or two hundred episodes ago, but uh, the average cost <laughs> of a veneer uh, is around thirty four hundred dollars per tooth. These veneers can last up to fifteen years and sometimes even longer with good oral hygiene and regular mm. dental visits. I sure. worry about that. The idea of like once you've entered the veneer sphere, like you now are just getting new veneers. Yeah, you got to do you it. You have like that's like a lifetime two hundred thousand dollar commitment or whatever. Yeah. John Adams died at the age of 90, so mm-hmm. he did live a long time. Jefferson were, were and Adams you, died on the same day. Did you have a teeth? That's crazy. Did you have a teeth thing to say about the uh, John Oh, Adams? yeah. His teeth went to hell. And uh, in, in later in life, it was all, I think he, all of his teeth fell out and he was, had wooden teeth or something That's like, like that. That's like Mao, too. Yeah. A lot of like famous. <laughs> um, venues for private screenings uh, can be as low as $200 for two to three hours to rent a cool venue, but then you have mm-hmm. to pay for like setup and those logistics but it seems feasible it's a good idea doable, yeah. um what to do if you lost your wedding or your engagement ring <laughs> one take a deep breath and stay calm <laughs> you loved that one didn't you <laughs> two i love that one. determine when the ring was lost <laughs> three retrace your steps four call on the experts five <laughs> file on experts it's just the, this is the list daniel craig and mm-hmm. knives out <laughs> Let me get this straight. File an insurance claim. If you lost your ring at home, use a fluorescent light to search for it. Finger brush the carpets. Use a torch because the flame, you'll be able to see the ring glisten. Glisten. Mm. Um, And then what to do when you officially lose your ring. Hire a metal detector professional. (laughs) Their average hourly rate is $83. And be prepared to accept the situation and then get yourself a new ring. I mean, wow. I think it's safe to say that whoever wrote this list did not have insurance. <laughs> Holy shit. And Hiring then, a metal detector person? Damn. The world record for longest time someone held their breath underwater was 24 minutes and 37 oh, yeah. seconds. Harry Houdini? <laughs> no. That's got to be with the help of whatever it's called, oxygenating or something. That was. Does yeah. that... Does that make it illegitimate? Um, I don't know. Not necessarily. I just think that um, as far as someone just being a normal person and and <laughs> saying, okay, I'm going to go underwater now. I, I, I don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, that's more interesting to me. 
The David Blaine TED Talk on how he managed to get to a point where he was holding his breath for eight or nine minutes or something is pretty amazing. Magic is underrated, dude. Yeah, but this was just a test of his his resolve. Mm. He learned how to do yeah, it. Exactly. He trained for it. He lost a ton of weight. But that's the thing. Ripped. Sometimes the the trick isn't like as tricky as you think. It's just right. like training. Yeah. Dude, can I tell you about one really cool magic trick? Yeah. Like, this guy did this trick for us. Like at the beginning of the dinner, he, you know, he gives gives you a dollar and you have to write something on the dollar or on the on a card, I forget specifically. At the end of this of this meal, he's he's like there's like a, a a tree nearby with fruit and he's not even in his home turf we're at a restaurant where there's trees of fruit oranges or lemons or whatever he goes go grab any lemon off that tree or whatever the person goes and grabs it i think it was an orange or whatever she grabs it he goes open it she opens the sealed orange that she pulled off a tree randomly and the dollar with the writing was inside of the orange fucking crazy i just don't get that i don't know how that's done <laughs> i don't either how I don't do they know do how that's done who is sealing how can you re-upholster a clementine dude <laughs> 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 right it's crazy uh yeah that's there you amazing some magic dude awesome uh you got any shows coming up yeah tonight i'm in good nights uh raleigh north carolina we'd love to see you there at that show it should be a, it should be a heater tomorrow Zanies, Nashville. The day after that on Thursday, Punchline, Atlanta. Little Southern Swing. Very pumped for it. Come out. Come see the shows. Awesome. I'm at City Winery in Pittsburgh. I can't wait to be at Pittsburgh, guys. That's uh, Thursday and Friday um, of this week. That is June 8th and 9th. Uh, I hope to see you guys. Yeah. I'm in Pittsburgh at City Winery. No, no, no. This is the following week. Oh, you're right. Okay. Guys, I have a pretty quiet summer, but I will be back in the swing in a big way. I think I'm in Phoenix, Arizona in September. I will be in Boston and Providence and Toronto and one other city, I think. Big New York probably weekend uh, coming up in the winter or the, the fall. Um, all of that tickets are at FrancisEllis.com. I can't wait to see you guys all, and uh, thanks for listening. See ya.